Welcome to Musically Challenged, your weekly helping of random music conversations based on whatever topic the guys choose. Their goal is to entertain and inform you on a variety of themes. This podcast is an expression of their lifelong love and commitment to music. Simply stated, music is life. This show may include adult themes and language. Once again, welcome to Musically Challenged. Here are your hosts, Chad and Lou. Welcome to Musically Challenged. We're going to continue on with our decades of music here, and tonight we're talking the year 2000. Well, the 2000s, so 2000 to 2009. We're going to continue on with these top number ones of each year based off of the uh, Billboard Hot 100 charts. So if you're looking at any other chart, you're doing it wrong. My name's Chad Knight, and alongside me is Lou Schwalbach. Evening, folks. How's it going tonight, Lou? Not too bad. Pretty well, actually. I just, I'm going to put a little provisor out because of some uh, comments that we received from a prior listener. These are not our choices. These are the choices of, I'm finger quotes here, America. Right. That's why I said the Billboard Hot 100. This is episode 26, I believe. No. What episode are we on? 25. 25. I was close. Anyway, so should we just jump into this and get going? Absolutely. All right, first up, we have year 2000. The song is Maria Maria. It's Santana featuring the product G&B. I have an issue with the way rappers name themselves. There's, there is no rhyme or reason. No pun intended, of course. Right. But, you know, G&B, that's two guys. Okay. But really? Don't you have a name like Steve or some shit? <laughs> the product G&B. What is that? Like, is... I just think of a math equation. The product of G&B is the square root of seven. <laughs> right. So anyway... Uh, I, I got to start by saying that Santana is a god on the guitar. Oh, yeah, I absolutely. Mean, that's what made this whole song for me is the guitars. Because, I mean, the product G&B, they're, they're decent vocalists. It's very typical early 2000s pop song. Yeah, kind of uh, whiny, actually. Yeah, they, they attempt to be hip-hop-ish, but the guitar fortunately makes up for all of it. I think the song is about a downtrodden and Maria being one of them is a prostitute, I think. Because the line in the chorus says, Maria on the corner, trying to make it better. To me, that's his prostitute. I would probably agree with you on that. You know, overall, it's a nice Spanish sound, which it always is when Santana's on the guitar. Right, right. I do like this song. It's really a total package. Vocals, guitar, and, you know, a little bit of backbeat. Because that, that, that whole thing with the, the hip-hop sound, the, the backbeat to everything, you know, started in the late 90s, and it doesn't go away. No, no. It hasn't gone away yet. I, I have to say that this, of the two collaborations that Billboard hit, mm-hmm. uh, this one, and then I want to say, what was it, Smooth? Yeah, Smooth with uh, Rob Thomas. Rob Thomas, right. I appreciate that one better. Oh, yes, I enjoy Smooth better. That being said, this is actually a good song, too. Yeah, right. Let's let's take a listen to this one, and then you can finish up your thoughts. I really didn't have a whole lot of more thoughts on it, so we just listened to the, uh, the clip, and let's go to the next one. So now we move on to 2001, and we have All For You by Janet, or Janet Jackson, or I don't know, whatever she was going by at the time. Sure. You know, <laughs> it's it's a standard Janet song. You know, poppy, love-based, uh, all that kind of fun stuff. It's bouncy. I it's mean, very bouncy. It's very well, bouncy. Because... It's before... 
it's back, but when Janet was still her, like, happy Janet instead right. of, like, the machine Janet. Because you remember later on when it got to be, like, wearing, like, the, the hat and, like, the almost kind of like Michael Jackson did in the bad video, kind of like the buckles and black outfits? Right, but you you got it backwards. That was before Oh, this. that's right, that's right. That would have been back in the late 80s, early 90s in her, you know, Rhythm Nation That's time. right. It's, so it shows how much I pay attention to Janet. And well, music. there you go. So let's go ahead and listen to the clip. I've got to say, I've I've always liked Janet in small doses. Agreed. There, there's certain songs that I really enjoy. There's certain songs that I can do without. There, there, she had this album called The Velvet Rope. I can do without the whole damn thing. <laughs> you know, but Nikki likes Janet Jackson. Okay. You know, and so we've got a few uh, we've got a few CDs laying around here somewhere. But overall, I mean, great dancer. She's got good voice. Oh yeah. It's just not my style of music. 99% of the time? I would agree with that. Um, obviously, based on my prior comments. Um, right. I am not a huge fan. I'm more of a Michael than a Janet fan. I think most of us were. Right. Um, because I think it was more... I don't want to say relatable, but I mean, Michael Jackson was more pop. More just... Uh, you know, whereas right. Janet Jackson was more like... It's almost like this is what the guys would listen to versus this is what the girls would listen to. Yeah, kind of. To a degree. Right. I mean, And that's kind of how it was with you and Nikki. So it could be why I really didn't get so much into it, and I'm still not into it. I I don't think even a wardrobe malfunction would pull me into that camp. No, because having seen a wardrobe malfunction, I don't want to see another one. Not so much. <laughs> and on that note... Yeah, I mean, you know, I actually like this song. It's not a bad song. But overall, I mean, it, it's not something that I'm going to stop the radio to listen to. No, I'm not going to go out and download that one particular song, or right. or maybe if I found a CD for like a buck ninety nine at Goodwill or something, just to have that, sure. But right, yeah, it's it's yeah, exactly. So on to 2002, Dilemma with Nelly featuring Kelly Rowland. Kelly Rowland has a great voice. Yeah, there's no, there's no question about that. However, according to this song, she loves Nelly, and that right there is a demotion in my book. She she has a man and a son, and that doesn't dissuade either of them. And the beat is okay, the vocals are smooth and slick. However, the song is about cheating or wanting to cheat, and I can't be happy about that. No gold star, listen to it. No Me, I meh. I, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It's... Well, I mean, as everybody knows, I'm not a rap fan. Right. And Nelly is one of those guys. And and next year, when we talk about 2003, one of the 2003 songs, you're going to hear another guy that I really cannot stand. But it's just the way it is. You know. I, I I say thumbs down on this song, but, you know. I'm not a fan. I listened to it because I had to edit it. <laughs> that's that's pretty much the extent of it. Well, I listen to all the songs at least once. I, I do that with every episode because it's only the it's the only fair way to 
Well, yeah, plus for me, I mean, I have to know what part of the song to actually cut out. Right. So you have to so listen to So you probably end up listening to it more than once. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so some of those 50s and 60s stuff. What about the 40s, though, man? You know how many times I cursed you when I was sitting at my computer? Going, why did he come up with this idea? All right. What is my revenge topic? <laughs> All right. So jump into 2003. We got a twofer. Yeah, we do. And let's start with, well, let's start with Curtis. 50 Cent in the club. Before I even began to listen to this. <laughs> you can just see that vein in your head throbbing right now. <laughs> I cannot stand 50 Cent. For one, he says 50 Cent. Well, yeah. For two, he just rubs me the wrong way. I've never met the guy, but like in interviews and things I've seen with him, it's just like... He's got kind uh, of a face you'd want to punch. Yes. I mean, that's just kind of how I feel about it. I mean, I don't hate the song. It overplayed to hell. I remember going out to bars, and this would have been about prime time when I was out at college. So this is one of the things that all the dance bars would play all the fucking time. Well, because you were in the club. Exactly. You know, we're in central or north central Wisconsin. Yeah, we're in a club. Okay? We're not in the club. Right. (laughs) I mean, I was 45 minutes from the cities. That might have been in the club. Chicago would have been in the ghetto, the club. Not Menominee, Wisconsin. Right, right. As much as you wanted to be, it wasn't happening. Right, right. Well, let's take a listen. Love him or hate him, and it's an infectious song. It really is. Okay, so this this is this is something I I have to deal with. I the song is about drugs, sex, and drinking in the club. The amount of language in this song shows a big change to number ones in the past. The fact that this was on top for nine weeks with the words fuck and the N-word, faggot and bitch. I'm sure today the song wouldn't even get play, let alone be a number one. I I don't want to get political, but I'm going to for a bit. Personally, most of these words don't offend me, but I'm old school. I use fuck as a comma. I don't know how this made it to number one. Even 14 years ago, the song is garbage. Straight up garbage. I'll listen to the beat. I don't listen to the words. I'll be honest on this one here. That's what I'm I'm into it for. The beat isn't horrible. I will give you that. But the the the, the name Fifty Cent is attached to it. The oh no. Next, next. Oh, next we have Queen B. Yes, yes. Which we do. I'm offended by the fact that they call her that all the time because I think it's sacrilegious. But in any respect, no, we got Beyonce with Baby Boy featuring Sean Paul. Or is it Sean Paul? I think it's Sean Paul. Whatever. That was another nine weeks. He's some Jamaican rapper. Because that makes any difference? No. I was just saying. I mean, that's how Into Club sounds. I mean, think of what the steel drums and shit that they have in there. I'm sorry. I'm going to probably get the most hate flame for this. I think most of Beyonce shit sounds the same. It does. I I mean, occasionally some of the songs will have a little bit of something different to it. But it all is cut from the same cookie cutter. Yeah. I mean, it's a smooth song about sex, or at least thoughts of sex. Uh, Beyonce, actually, I love her voice. It's about her voice that I really, that really engages in my brain. 
Unfortunately, it's a lot like the whole Mariah Carey thing. Love the voice. Not a big fan of the music. Okay. Let's go ahead and take a listen. You know, the song does have a little bit of uh, of like the Indian sitar in the back, mm-hmm. um, which I actually enjoy that. I do too. Weird instruments are kind of cool as hell, actually. Yeah, yeah. Sean Paul is what he is. Unnecessary? He's a mouthpiece that people have to fill out a song. That's really all he does. The song doesn't do much for me. 2003 just really gave us music I, I'm not a fan of. You know, when looking at the rest of them, I mean, Sean Paul had one of his own. We had another Fitty Scent. We got a Clay Aiken song. I liked Crazy in Love better, and that was only eight weeks. <laughs> I would have taken that one any day. Right. You know, although... But as we've said before, not our choices. Right, and Stand Up and Hey Ya. Uh, I would have taken either one of those. Yeah. So 2003 was a bit of a disappointment, but yeah. let's hopefully... In fact, I think 2004 was quite a bit better. I have to agree. 2004, we had the song, Yeah! By Usher, featuring Little John and Ludacris. If you're not familiar with this song, you're under a bigger rock than I live under. Because <laughs> I know this song. I'm very familiar with the song. I really actually like Usher's work. He, uh, He's classy. I think he has a unique and smooth voice. He can sing and rap. This song is about hooking up with an ex's best friend. Though it seems both her and him are okay with it. So it's just a fun song. I enjoy the beat and the most of the song. Little John and Ludacris really don't add much to the song, in my opinion. I think you could cut it and just stick with Usher. However, overall, I like this song. Uh, as a side note, uh, Ludacris is in one of my favorite series of movies, Fast and the Furious, the Fast and the Furious franchise. Okay. Are they going to ever end those? Yeah, they, they've, they're only up through ten, and they're at eight, but that's what they got contract for. Shit, make a movie. But Ludacris can act. I may not be a big fan of his music work, but he can act. There's a few rappers who have actually done well. Like Ice-T actually is really good in, oh, in yeah. Law & Order. Oh, yeah. He's he's actually done quite a bit of stuff. But let's take a listen. live under that rock you know those first couple notes i mean even if you yeah don't, yeah well no not even just that just the sound yeah oh yeah i mean even if you what is it peace up a town for atlanta i believe it was yeah even if you don't catch that if you catch those first like up down up down you know what song it's going to be oh yeah and uh, little john i can take or leave him i just he's not as bad as somebody else i'm not going to say the name of because i can't stand that one i think we're talking about that later <laughs> ludicrous i don't mind Little John's voice is just irritating. I can see that, yeah. I mean, and I... But when it comes to this song, you can really cut those two out, and it doesn't hurt the song. Probably, yeah. I'd agree with that. But 2004 was definitely an improvement over 2003. Absolutely. Now, we get to 2004. Five. Five. Seven. Nine. Five. Oh, no, okay, five. Five. 2005. We have a 14-week song. Yes, we do. With Mariah Carey's We Belong Together. Didn't like it. 
Okay. We're going to disagree on this one. That's that's fine. I thought it kind of annoyed me. The the voice kind of whined a bit. And she's as much as it pains me to say that she's done better work, I just didn't care for this. Well, let's take a listen to it. away for me from all the rap-laden songs of the 2000s. You know, for it's basically a Mariah Carey jam. She's got a great voice, and as far as I'm concerned, a timeless look. She is hot. Was. Is. Uh, we're going to disagree on another thing, then. But Bar- Mariah is not a big part of my listening catalog. I wouldn't mind looking at her for a while, though. Her voice is golden, and this song keeps her out of the high registers, and that, you know, those ones that make your ears bleed. Mm-hmm. Or piss I, the cats uh, off. <laughs> yeah. I give this song the uh I give this as being the song of the decade in my opinion. She has smooth flow and I and I just dig this song. I this would be one where if it came on VH1 or MTV, I would mute it just to watch. I wouldn't mute it, but I, I understand what you're saying. No, I think two thousand six we're both gonna agree on <laughs> it's an awesome song. It is. I hate to say that. So what is it? It's Sexy Back by Justin Timberlake. <laughs> See how I did that? It's a cool jam. I've always liked this song. I don't know why. In a lot of ways, and a lot of his songs, Justin makes me think of Michael Jackson. Not uh, this song, but in a lot of his songs. Yeah, I can buy that. It's it's a little S&M and a little scary to think of Justin in the way this song portrays him. Uh, he's just a pretty boy who wants to get whipped. You know, and, in his, and and this confused me because in his years with NSYNC, I always kind of thought he might not be interested in girls. But with the ramen haircut, you mean? Yeah, <laughs> I, I I totally give this song a gold star, man. Let's let's take a listen. Get your sexy on. I'm bringing sexy back. Yeah. The motherfuckers don't know how to act. Yeah. Go let me make up for the things you lack. So, all right, here's, not that I do this anymore, but back in the day, I think everybody may have gotten one or two songs illegally, one or two back in the day, not anymore, of course. Perhaps there was this, I believe there was a service called LimeWire. Or Napster back in the day. I never used Napster. There, everyone had BearShare, Napster, Kazaa. BearShare, uh, uh, LimeWire. Uh, Kazaa was one that I think I used a bit. I probably used Kazaa too. But you know that was back in the day before you know before Lars got all evil. But now, I have to say this was the very first song on iTunes that I downloaded and paid for. Really? Yes, the very first one, and I listened to the hell out of it because it's such a good song. It's got a great beat. And I mean, this—it's yeah. a good workout song, actually. It's a good workout song. It would be great in a in a in a in a club, in the club. And it's it's got language, but yeah. it's it's kind of muffled. It's almost like um, uh, distorted. Yeah. So you can't unless you try to make it out. There are classic rock songs that they throw stuff in there that you can make out a lot more clear. Oh yeah, I mean the the only word that I th- I can think of is motherfucker. 
and it is distorted to such a point that it just sounds like rah, rah. as opposed to like you've got the who back in the day with who are you when he basically says who the fuck are you right and they play that on the radio yep, yep. or legs ZZ top shit I gotta have her yeah, oh yeah nobody thought twice about it so have yeah. you seen the video that's why nobody thought twice about it there you go Oh, you mean the one that had the car with a couple women? That would be the one. My folks went to ZZ Top when they played at the Wassa Fair. Okay. And I think it was the Eliminator Tour, if I recall. And they have, in fact, I think they still have one of those ZZ Top keychains. Nice. With, like, the, the chrome ZZ on it. It's pretty badass. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, 2007. It's a triplicate. And I gotta say... Uh, Anyway, let's just get started here. Do we want to get the bad one out of the way first, or do the good ones first? There, there, there are uh, two bad ones. Uh, well, okay, we may disagree on what's considered the bad let's one. Let's just start with Beyonce. Okay. Irreplaceable by Beyonce. How long did each of these stand on the top? Seven weeks. Seven weeks. So, Beyonce, another set of awesome vocal work. It's a breakup song of her kicking some loser out. I really don't have a lot to say about this. Great vocals, decent music. Not a song I'd ever make number one but not a bad song that's not a bad song again it's it's kind of cookie cutter um yeah it's very beyonce yeah that's the easiest way to put it well, well here listen It's there's really not a whole lot to say about it. I mean, it's it's Beyonce. Yep. With, I, it's it, this is sad Beyonce versus happy yeah. Beyonce. I'd give it a thumbs up. I would too. All right. Let's see if this is the one we disagree on. So we have Umbrella by Rihanna featuring Jay Z. I could have done without the Jay Z, but I don't mind the song. So uh, see, and I I do not like this song. Uh, Rihanna and Jay Z for the most part are not musicians that I listen to on a regular basis. I am familiar with this song, but at the time, and as I listened to this earlier today, it does nothing for me. I don't really get into hip-hop or rap music. Just not my wheelhouse. That said, I don't really like this song. Not even a little bit. Rihanna's got one of those voices that it's instantly recognizable. Okay. Like, like, like your Axl Rose, like your Bon Scott or Brian Johnson, like your David Lee Roth. Right. You can recognize these voices. You're going to know who this artist is like, uh, or the dude from Nickelback, uh, Chad Jack Kroger. Kroger. You know who he is, or Hootie. You know who it is. Darius Rucker? Yes. Rihanna's the same way. You hear something come on the radio, it's like, oh, that's Rihanna. Yeah. This is, I don't know if it's one of her first, like her first or one of her first. I don't hate it. I, I won't turn it away. It's not. I'm not going to put it on repeat. I'm not going to want to listen to it a ton, but it's okay. Well, why don't we let them listen to it? All right. Like I said, not not a fan. It grates on me, and Jay Z doesn't help the whole situation. No, no. I he's one. He's just like um, 
Just like Little John and the other song, could have done without it. He's 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 a Sean Combs wannabe. Yeah, kind of. But at the same time, I think Puff Daddy, if he heard that, he'd probably come come and put a cap in it. Put a hit on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. So anyway, so we have a third song. Um, Yeah, I feel the same way, my friend. Oh my god. And I had to edit this fucking thing. So we have "Crank That" by Soldier Boy. Okay, number one. Fuck your name. Yeah. You know it's it's. I really got nothing. It's a rapper trying to do line dancing. I don't like this song, and neither does anyone else. How a song like this got to the number one is like me hitting number one with Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. It shouldn't happen. Dude, I'm out. You guys listen to it. Lou, you can talk about it after the clip. Soldier boy, I been it. Oh. Why me crank it? Why me roll? Why me crank that soldier boy? That Superman that oh. Now why me you? Crank that soldier boy. 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 Now what? Soldier boy, I been it. Oh. Why me crank it? Why me roll? Why me crank that soldier boy? That Superman that oh. I have very little to say about this, but what I do is not very friendly. I hate this song. This fucker is almost as bad at calling himself out as Pitbull is. I mean, if I hear yeah. that son of a bitch say his name in the song one more time, I would the pain, lots of pain. Yeah, it was. It, it's not. It's a pretentious self-calling song, and it's, it's irritating as shit. It's no good. You hear it in a dance. I, I guess if you're at a club, you're drunk off your ass. It'll be fun for that. But beyond that, okay. Here's here's one for you. This is how much I loathe this song. Remember our alcohol one where we talked about the song Shots? I would listen to Shots many times before I listen to this shit again. <laughs> and on that note, we have to move because yeah. I'm getting my blood pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 2008, Low by Flo Rida. Featuring right. T-Pain. Yeah, T-Pain, that's right. So first of all, you can't come up with a better, better name than splitting Florida into two names and looking stupid. <laughs> and capitalizing part of it. I it just... <laughs> Okay, so this is a horrible song about dancing, I think, maybe sex. It really doesn't matter. It's horrible. The song makes no sense, and the guy singing it is nothing special. I just I just have nothing good to say about this song. Again, I'm out. I'm out. Let's listen to it, I guess. She had them hatred for it in fact i don't mind this song i didn't listen to the top i don't listen to the top 40s which is the reason i don't hear it very often i don't but i have teenage girls that do but i don't that's the thing and fortunately the my wife who listens to music when she listens to that she plugs her head in uh no she actually listens to new stuff like new new stuff like was listening to like macklemore like a month before it actually became mainstream gotcha so she may have listened to this kind of stuff like in college and things like that, but fortunately it doesn't really come out. If it comes on the radio anymore, sure, but fortu- I'm, I'm fortunate enough not to have to listen to this, so I don't mind it. I think the name is ridiculous. Um, I think Florida didn't they do Right Round? Didn't they do like a... Yeah, I think so. I didn't mind that either. I mean, this is it's generic, if you ask me. It's the get low, low, low thing is okay, but it's kind of generic. 
Yeah, I would agree with that. But um, shall we round out the decade? Absolutely. Let's round it out with 2009 for those keeping track. This is I Got a Feel by the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, I, I, it's actually I Got a Feeling. That was a typo. Oh, well, I'm, I'm glad that I sound like a dick now. So <laughs> awesome. In fact, I kind of knew that, but I'm like, I'm just reading the script. So whatever. Yeah, no. So I have a love-hate relationship with Black Eyed Peas. You but hate I, the fact that they fucked up the Super Bowl halftime show? Yes. <laughs> but I love this fucking song. It's a fun arena slash dance floor type song. The vocals are solid, and the music makes your toes tap and your head bob. It makes me want to dance like no one is watching, which is the only way I usually dance, or alcohol's involved. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, Fergie has a great style and voice. I say we just uh, take a listen to this, close the decade on a positive note. I suppose we should let you talk about it, too. If you want to, that's fine. Yeah. I like the song. It's a very shiny, happy song. It's one of those where, you know, you could be having a shit day. You come home. You just got reamed up by your boss. And, you know, you've stepped in a pile of dog crap. You, you stubbed your toe walking in the door, smeared the said dog crap all over your carpet, and just dumped hot coffee in your lap. You put this on, and somehow you just kind of escape it. Yeah. It's it, a very much an escape song. So it's... It got overplayed just like everything does nowadays, but at the same time, I don't mind it. Again, it loses major points because of, as the aforementioned Super Bowl show, which was one of the worst ever, but that being said, it's not bad. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I agree. Well, you know, guys, if you want to reach out to us, let us know what you think of this episode or any other episode. You can do that. You can find us on uh, email at musicchallengepodcast at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook at POI Network. Or at Musically Challenged Podcast. Either way, we look forward to hearing from you. Any last final thoughts for the years of 2000 to 2009? Not really, no. I and mean, maybe we'll have to our rapper names. Like you can be like W, uh, like Wa, and then capital S A U. So Wa So. Ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> and on that ridiculous note, peace out. Yeah, we'll talk to you next week. You have been listening to a program from the Point of Insanity Network. Visit us at poigamestudio.podbean.com for more shows. Follow us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at POIGamestudio.